Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1247. Giving Up Control by Jesse Neeland of jessenealand.com. And I'm Dr. Neal, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Saturday. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. Now, today, if you're listening in real time, is Saturday, but I might wanna call today Happy Catterday. You'll see what I mean. So let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Giving Up Control by Jesse Neeland of jessenealand.com. Struggling with body image often means simultaneously struggling with food and exercise. Yo-yo dieting causes people to feel out of control. Being unable to lose weight may make people develop a self-concept around being lazy, weak, or lacking in willpower because they can't get it together to eat healthfully and move more. Learning to control one's body using rigid and punishing food and exercise habits leaves people with a feeling of panic and paranoia that they can't relax or everything will completely fall apart. No matter what a person's specific experience is, there is often a belief that the ideal relationship with food and exercise centers around control. This is firmly rooted in diet culture, of course, which is invested in making us all believe that our bodies want to get fat and that we have to ignore, repress, and deny all our natural bodily cues and instead use our superior brains to come up with a plan for what to eat and how much and when. Why? Because when we believe that, diet culture makes money. In 2019, the U.S. weight loss and diet control market was worth $72 billion. This couldn't exist if people trusted their bodies instead of trying to control them. Diet culture is a fascinating, complex, and highly effective hoax. But it is a hoax. It's fake news that we have to use willpower in order to have a healthy body. It's untrue that we have to spend time, money, and energy controlling something which, if left alone, would have effortlessly controlled itself. Sometimes when I think about diet culture, 
I think it's kind of like our culture convinced everyone that their well-being and worthiness for respect depended entirely on them scrubbing out a self-cleaning oven by hand on a daily basis. The only benefit would be to the people who sold cleaning supplies. For everyone else, it's just effed up. I say all this because it's important to acknowledge why people end up with an obsessively control-based approach to food and exercise. Adopting a controlling approach to food and exercise is the natural outcome of growing up in a diet culture, and it's not a personal character flaw or failing. Hence, why such a huge percentage of eating disorders begin as recreational diets and then spiral. That said, it also doesn't work. Controlling and restricting your food intake leads to obsessing over food, eventually binging, and for the majority of people, gaining weight. For a lot of people, the hard-to-swallow truth is this. The harder and longer you try to control your weight, the more out of control you'll feel. Likewise, the longer and harder my clients have tried to control their bodies, the less they tend to like their bodies, which makes control my body a super crappy plan for body confidence. This is why when my clients tell me that they want a more positive relationship with food and their bodies, I tell them that we will need to work on giving up control. Here's the deal. Love and control are mutually exclusive. Love requires a certain amount of trust to exist. And control is the opposite of trust. Imagine if a person went to a marriage counselor and said, I want a better marriage. And when the counselor asked what a perfect marriage looked like, they responded with, I would make all decisions for my partner and they would never speak. Personally, I would say that doesn't sound like a better marriage. It sounds like a dictatorship. And yet when I ask clients what their ideal relationship to food and their body would be, it often sounds a lot like that. People imagine that they can like, love, or accept their bodies, while also repressing their body's needs, denying its signals, and cutting it off from having any agency. And it just doesn't work that way. You cannot truly love someone and also control them. And someone else can't truly love you and also try to control you either. That's not love. You cannot truly care for, respect, accept, like, or love your body while also trying to control it. So if you want a more positive relationship with your body, you'll need to learn how to give up control over food and exercise. This means giving your body a voice, learning to tune in, listen to, believe, and decipher its signals to you when it comes to food and movement. It means building trust in your body's ability to self-regulate for you when it comes to weight, even if that place isn't where you want to be. It means giving up diets forever, giving up food rules and limitations, giving up the endless hours of cardio and other body-controlling exercises. Please don't misunderstand me. Giving up control of your body is not easy. It's extremely scary, difficult, painful, and time-consuming. It takes time and practice and patience and compassion and support. But giving up control over food and exercise is the way, the only way in my experience, to build a more positive relationship with your body. You just listened to the post titled Giving Up Control by Jesse Neeland of jessenealand.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so earlier I talked about how today is Saturday, but I might want to call it Catterday. Well, here's why. Just bear with me here. The comedian, Dimitri Martin, once joked, quote, my friend has cat-like reflexes. He's not really that quick, but sometimes he gets up and randomly runs out of the room, end quote. Now, why did I bring that up? Well, first, I hope it made you chuckle at least. Second, it allowed me to transition to my analogy about control. And yes, cats. Have you ever tried to make your cat sit on your lap? You were in the mood to spend time with them, so you plopped them on your lap and tried to pet them. What usually ends up happening? Well, they squirm and wiggle their way out of your grasp. Why? They don't like being controlled. They want to be loved on their terms. I've given up trying to control my cat. If I don't want to get scratched or bit, I have to give up this control allow my cat to have its own voice. I've learned to tune in, listen to, and decipher my cat's signals. Do the words I'm using sound familiar? I hope so. These were the exact same words that Jesse used when talking about the body. We have to give our bodies a voice, learn to tune into them, listen to them, and decipher our body's signals. So here's the takeaway. I'm sure you've learned to give up control in other areas of your life. Maybe like me, it was with your cat. But the bottom line is, you're capable of this. If you find it's difficult giving up control over your body, know that it is possible because you've likely had to give up control elsewhere. We just need to apply that same type of thinking here. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I hope you're having a great weekend if you're listening in real time. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Sunday show where your optimal life awaits.